the very first time I went um to go live on Twitch, I had my hand on the mouse, like had OBS open in front of me. I'm like moving the mouse cursor towards that start streaming button and my hand is shaking, I'm sweating, I'm nauseous and it's it's so much of it is like entering the unknown. Welcome to episode 2 of AOCast, a monthly podcast where we focus on video games, mental health, live streaming, and how it all intertwines. On this episode, we dive into the topic of anxiety and isolation with our special guest for the win. If you have any questions or want to continue the conversation, I stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8pm Eastern over at twitch.tv slash agentorange, link in the description below. Now, on to the conversation. Without further ado, let me go ahead and get some introductions going. My name is Agent Orange. I am a new podcaster. I am a streamer. I've been streaming for about seven months or so. Uh, I do a lot of just variety streaming. I'm trying to kind of figure myself out, figure out what I want to do um, with with streaming. So feel free, come Check out the normal streams that I stream Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 8 p.m. until about 11.30. Um, and then this podcast is done every, the last Monday, I always say the first Monday, but the last Monday of every month uh, from 8 o'clock until about 10 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And then after that, I usually dive into something like Scrap Mechanic or, you know, now that Wynn has gotten me into Minecraft, maybe some Minecraft <laughs> af afterwards, um, something along those lines. Hello, everybody. My name is Stacy. I am a licensed um, counselor. Uh, however, here in this setting, I'm not your counselor, but I am a counselor who likes to have conversations about things related to mental health. Um, I've been practicing for quite some time. Uh, I don't even know how long. Uh, 2014 is when I became licensed, but I have uh, extensive work prior to that in the medical field as a whole over 20 years so uh, i know a little bit about a lot i guess is the best way to say it right on hey guys how you doing my name is uh win you can catch me i'm a full-time content creator so i create uh content for twitch and for youtube so twitch.tv slash for the win just like my name uh, youtube.com slash win1983 that's the letters w-h-y-n numbers 1983 on top of that i also do a podcast completely unrelated to this one we talk about board games and that sort of stuff um i pre-covid i was angling towards doing professional speaking um with with regards to uh mental health advocacy and stuff like that you know, I'm. I like to get, uh, and, and uh, I'm also a, a pusher of the the fine qualities of Minecraft. So, you know, we we do what we can. All right, perfect. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into it. Um, with you being our guest, win, I want to kind of dive into who you are, what got you started into streaming itself, and then um, really hear about, I guess, your story of sure of anxiety isolation all of that like kind of where you struggled um so first how did you get into streaming um i started streaming my goodness two 
I don't know, we're coming up on, uh, we're, it's over two years anyways, over two years ago, because I've been an affiliate for two years. So it's been over two years that I started streaming, and honestly, like, my origin story was that I love... I have fond memories. I'm old as dirt to begin with compared to a lot of the people who hang out on Twitch, right? Like I'm 37. I know the feeling. And I uh, and and I have fond memories of being a uh, a pre-teenager, you know, being 12 years old, 11 years old, what have you, even younger than that even and going to see going to a buddy's house and playing some sort of video game probably on the 8-bit nintendo or the 16-bit super nintendo or something and that was like that was our social time that was our our entertainment time that was everything and then as of course as technology grows and and evolves and that sort of stuff it moved away from couch co-op and it moved on to online multiplayer and that sort of stuff which it just doesn't have the same impact like it, it just doesn't have that same connection of physically sitting on a couch beside your buddy you know seeing his reaction when you snooker him in some way <laughs> in in a video game or something like that and it it like i and and streaming brings a very small amount of that back like does it is it the same as the real thing no it's not it's not it's not at all but it does bring you that half a step closer and i am a fairly true-blooded extrovert like i love people i love communicating with people i love connecting with people i love talking and talking to myself and screaming at my tv while playing a video game just doesn't have the same vibe you know i want people yelling back <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to your streaming where do you feel the anxiety i guess we can start there man where don't i feel the anxiety um i'm sure that that many of you are familiar i know stacy will definitely be familiar with the with the term imposter syndrome um <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I imposter syndrome absolutely like attempts to run my life. Um, and I have to I have to fight it, you know, probably three times as hard as I fight various enemies in the video games I'm doing. But like you constantly have um at least from my experience and my perspective of it, like I'm constantly thinking I'm constantly flip flopping back and forth between why would I broadcast this? Nobody is going to want to watch this. And how can I get a camera on this? Like, it, and it's, it's this constant like metronome of going back and forth between, you know, nobody wants this. Nobody's interested. Why are you bothering? Why are you doing this? Your, you know, your your self worth is minuscule. To, holy cow, this is a brilliant idea. Like I could get a camera and I could put it on myself and people could watch me paint a wall or something. Yep. You know, like it's, like it's it's just, it it's it's just one of those things and it's it's crazy. Like I said, obviously the the anxiety is a lot easier to see in the one side than it is in the other, but it it definitely it's definitely still there. Um, another thing that I find that a lot of people, especially when they're first starting out in streaming, 
a lot of people will leave like their viewer count on and stuff like that and that is a recipe for sky high anxiety because one of the biggest things that i think is important in content creation is whether you're streaming to one person or a thousand people or ten thousand people in theory and and the way i see it you should be doing everything you can to provide the same quality of entertainment the same level of entertainment because if you change how you act based on the number of viewers you have then what kind of what does that show to the viewers who are there when you do only have one or two or five viewers yep it's like you know you whoa all of a sudden win got 50 viewers and his energy level shot through the roof and he started doing this and he started doing that well does that mean that my single viewership is not as valuable as 50 viewers and stuff yep. like that it's it's crazy it's a great point because you know sometimes we are you know driven by that external stimuli right and and when we have more viewers and, and it charges us up it's just like you know they say cheer at a a sports game right it gets the the team going there also needs to be this internal dialogue that is actually your coach and that internal dialogue is your self-talk and, and like you were saying when so often that self-talk can can defeat us and and that imposter syndrome uh, i know as a therapist uh there are times i'm like people really pay to talk to me really <laughs> you know and, and i never feel like i go to work i feel like I just get to have really awesome conversations. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're a little sad. Sometimes they're a little bit of both, right? Um, I just feel like I get to hang out with some really neat people, right? And and I never feel like I'm at work. And I struggle with imposter syndrome myself, um, where I'm like, really? <laughs> but I love it, right? But yeah, that, that internal dialogue, it can make or break us. So for anybody who doesn't know what imposter syndrome is, it's in very quick terms. It's basically somebody who, even if you're successful, believes that I don't deserve to be here. Like, why Why are people paying attention to me? Nobody's going to pay attention to me, kind of like you said. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of big-time streamers who have, you know, and they've hit really big. You know, they have tens of thousands of people watching them, and they've expressed the, I mean, Pokimane, prime example. She was talking to, uh, when I'm sure you know, and most people in here probably know, um, Dr. K. And they did an interview, and that was, that was one of the things she said, is that she deals with imposter syndrome. Um, XQC deals with it. Once you get to a certain point, you know, if I don't stream today, no one's going to care. When, in fact, you've built this kind of empire. And when you're one of those people that kind of built this group of people who are not there for the gameplay. I mean, some people might be, but for the most part, People are there for you. They're they're there for that conversation with you and the rest of the chat. And that's, I think, what a lot of streamers strive for. And then when they don't get that, that's where it, that anxiety and small streamers starts to build. Um, I mean, even, even during the podcast here, I don't keep the viewer count up. I refuse to look at it because I don't want that to change. And, and during my normal streams, too, I don't want that to change how I'm interacting with chat. If I don't have people to talk to, Fine, I'll talk to myself. You guys know I'm. I love talking to myself, you know. But if there's somebody there, cool. I'll have somebody else to to interact with. Absolutely, and 100%. one one more thing that I think is is super 
super, 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 super important, especially within a content creation aspect. And it is the reason why I don't think this happens more is from an anxiety standpoint and from, to a lesser extent, an imposter syndrome standpoint is that people i hear i hear people who come and ask me i mean i'm by no means pokimane i'm by no means xqc i'm by no means ninja or dr disrespect or any of those and that's fine i'm quite happy with it i'm win that's who i am this is my community da -da 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 -da, right like mm -hmm. that's it but so many people that have come and asked me hey can you give me some can you can i ask you a question or something like that or can you give me some tips on streaming or content creation or growth or anything like that and i one thing that i think that people are doing so backwards is you don't people tell me all the time when i have these casual conversations with people and i ask them okay well give me you know tell me about your channel tell me about what you're doing blah 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 and people will eventually bring it up in conversation well when i get bigger and my voice means something then yep. i'm going to do this Yep. And it is so completely backwards. The fact that you have anybody, and I mean even one person, e even one view on your YouTube video, means that you already have impact. Your voice yep. already has meaning because you're already entertaining and impacting somebody's life. Yep. So Absolutely. start damn well acting like it. Yeah, I, I deal with that all the time. I'm There's a lot of people that I try to help. I'll go into people's streams who I know. I don't go into a random person and say, hey, you're doing this wrong. But people I'll know, I'll go and I'll hop into their stream. Warrior does the same thing. We'll hop in. We'll have a conversation with them. And we'll give them tips. She's learned a ton from everything over the last seven, eight months that I've been doing this. And I hear that all the time, especially when it comes to rating people. You know, They'll say, oh, well, when I have more viewers, I'll rate. No, you do it now. No, because yeah. that's that's how you grow. You become known as somebody. You know, there's, you know, actually, it was in your Discord that I posted this uh, the other day in the streaming section where, mm -hmm. uh, where I said, you know, I think of it as because the the question came up of how do you or does rating actually work? And I said rating works in a sense of kind of like putting a digital advertisement out there. In digital mm -hmm. advertising, we look at it and we say. There is a two and a half to three percent chance that you're going to get somebody. So out of a hundred people, two to maybe three of them are going to actually interact with your advertisement. Those are the ones that you want. It's a very small percentage, but those are the ones you want, and those are the ones you're going to keep. But your name as a streamer is going to get out there. I've gained a ton of friends. A lot of the the, the friends that I have that are streamers are because I've rated them even once. You know, I may not have gained anything out of it except for a friendship, but that's what that means everything to me. I don't need to grow my channel just based off of streaming or sorry, off of rating. And if you do, then then you're doing something wrong. Um, and, and I think really when it comes down to the anxiety of, of somebody who's new versus somebody like yourself, you know, it's that, well, I'm only streaming to one or two people. So why am I going to bother even doing this? Because it doesn't mean anything, but it does. It does. It does. hundred percent. And, and it means yeah. more. It means more during the, the times like where I'm at in streaming, even somebody who only has, who isn't affiliate yet, you mm -hmm. know, it means more to like around our time versus somebody, you know, that gets bigger. Yep. 
You know, they say, and I've read this in a few different places, they say that in order for your name, because basically your channel is your brand, your channel is your company, and, you know, you need to understand that you're not straight out of the gates. Like, unless you have some sort of weird, like, grew up, like, got got brought up in a test tube or something, and you have some sort of shroud or ninja or, you know, XQC level of innate talent when it comes to certain video games you're not going to come out of the gates with your brand and you're not going to be the mcdonald's you're not going to be yep. the the subway sandwiches you're not going to be the the big dog at the bowl you're going to start off as the mom and pop shop who's grinding yep. it out and in terms of marketing and getting your brand out there and getting your name out there like it's said that you need that no like somebody doesn't even know who you are until they've heard your name yep. from five sources yep five sources before somebody actually re like has it ingrained in their head oh that's who win is so when you raid someone again typically mm -hmm. like the alert will go off on the screen that's one your name will pop up in the chat that's two and the streamer will will generally um acknowledge you that's three yep so you've done over 50 percent of the work just by rating just yep. by going through the process yep. even a host even a oh, host 100%. like there, there's people that you know that don't stream and will host and they have 100 followers because people are going in and taking a look at, at what they're doing and then you know hey maybe this person is going to stream at one point well you've like you said you've done the majority of the work just by hosting mm -hmm. or just by rating you know, and I, and guys, I. Oh, go ahead. No, go, please. I was going to say, what do you think it is that drives people to want ratings? Like, what is it that, that makes people want that? What, what made Facebook what it is? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like fa Facebook, Facebook just went from. And, and it's or Instagram, it, it's the dopamine hit of watching your likes go up. It's the dopamine hit of having that friend request come in. It's the dopamine hit of of like, oh, I got X number of retweets and X number of likes. And, and you know, that that makes me that makes me the cool kid or, or yeah. what have right. you. It's a status thing. Yep. Or Randy, what do you think? Or, you know, it, it, I'm 100% with Wynn on this. Um, it, it also adds the, you know, I'm now relevant. As somebody who is who's a streamer, it's now even one follower, one subscriber, one something. Adding that one extra person to your list is now, well, I actually mean something to this community. You know, and then, and then of course, I mean, unfortunately, you end up getting into a situation where somebody doesn't get a follower for three, four days or three, four streams. And then that kind of subsides, but then they get a follower again. And it's that, that rush of, oh, cool. I'm now relevant again, you know? And, mm -hmm. uh, and unfortunately that type of up and down tends to, especially, and kind of to your point when earlier about looking at the numbers, it's very dangerous to look at the numbers. I look at my numbers all the time, but that's from a very different analytical standpoint. And I think there's a lot of people out there that look at it from an analytical standpoint, but it's a, I, I get trapped into that too of, well, crap, I haven't gotten a, a follower in five streams. You know, am I, am I doing something wrong? And really, in the end, it's not about doing something wrong. You just haven't hit the right market, or you haven't done this, or you haven't done that. And sometimes it's not things you can control. 
you know how mm. brutal it is when you start out streaming and something like that and i fell into this trap i fell into this trap for a year and a half okay yep. I, I fell into the trap of being like i'm going to try to create content that will appeal to everyone i want every single individual person who who like clicks through to twitch.tv slash for the win i want those people to come in and be like oh hey you know what i really jive with this i really enjoy what i'm watching i'm gonna click that follow button i'm gonna consider subscribing or whatever yep. what have you and like it is so completely mind-boggling that when you finally realize that if you if you put all of your energy into trying to appeal to everybody in the all in like in actuality you're going to appeal to nobody to nobody yep exactly because Absolutely. you because you don't have a niche you don't have a platform you're like oh well you know i'm a little bit uh a little bit fortnite and i'm a little bit minecraft and i'm a little bit um i don't know like weird retro puzzle games that nobody's ever heard of and you know and and then the people who are watching you are like I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like there's yep. like now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting you say that because I remember going through graduate school and everybody knew what they wanted to do when they, you know, I want to be this type of counselor and, and specialize in this or that. And and um I went through and, you know, one of my main focuses was grief and loss and still today is, but I didn't know what on a big scale I was gonna do. And whenever we went around the room and we all introduced ourselves, I would come back saying, I don't know what I'm going to specialize in. I'm going to let it pick me. And and the class would kind of just stare at me and I'm like, I don't know what I'm good at yet. Yep. I'm going to just kind of go out there, wing it, fake it till I make it and figure it out. And yep. I ended up in a field I never even knew existed. Right. Yeah. One of my specializations um, with the psych evals I do. I never even knew it existed. I mean, I knew it existed, but I didn't know. Um, and I, I did hold true to my, my grief and loss, but um, it was incredible just kind of opening up my mind and, and coming into a, 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 a space where I could have a little bit of everything and, and see just where my gift landed me. And I think that's so important when it comes to, to streaming and podcasts and, and whatnot is just to open your mind and say, hey, maybe what I enjoy isn't my gift, but there's a gift you know, for me to share with others. Yep. Right. And, and, yeah. and that's the thing, like kind of to my point earlier, if you, Stacy, if you were to come out of the gate saying, this is what I want to do, I'm going to jump completely into this. You may end up at a certain point where you either decide to change what you're doing because you're no longer happy or you just get stuck in it and you end up continuing to not be happy. You know, I mean, Absolutely. you could you could make it and, you know, go 15, 20, 30, 40 years in the industry and be perfectly fine. But there's that chance. So by Absolutely. by putting yourself out there and saying, you know, hey, I'm I don't know what I want, you know, which is kind of the point I'm at right now of saying I don't know what I want. So let me figure it out as I'm going. Let me figure it out. And I think for me, that helps keep the anxiety down a little bit because I'm doing this for myself and I'm not doing this to please the masses you know, or to please my friends, you know, it, it, it took certain things to fall into place for me to be able to figure out, Hey, I want to try this podcasting thing. You know, it took meeting certain people having, you know, s staying to a certain regimen of only three times a week 
And then, you know, the other two nights, I haven't been able to do it recently, but the other two nights a week, I'm watching other people's streams and, and, you know, interacting with people during the day, I'm interacting with people, making friends, you know, that's how you build a community. Network, my friend, network yep. and networking is not follow for follow. Like there are so many, I got into a huge argument with a, with a member of my community actually about this is, um, Again, this this person was a, a smaller streamer just coming up, trying to find his way, and he found himself in one of those like uh, I can't even remember what it's called now. But there's there's a lot of groups out there that are like, you know, you follow all these people and they'll all follow you, and then there's like it's it's a whole it's a whole weird it's like the old pyramid schemes even though i mean pyramid schemes are still very much a thing but it's the same kind of thing right like nobody nobody benefits from this because like sure you're going to see your numbers inflate you're going to see yourself going from maybe one two or three um viewers like ccv kind of thing and you'll see it shoot up to 30 or 40 or whatever the hell it happens to be you're not actually streaming to anyone. You're streaming to a bunch of people who have your stream open in a window, muted, kicked off to the side of their computer. They're not they're not engaging with you. You're not yeah. you're you're not interacting with people. You're not you're not growing a community with anyone. You're not building relationships with anyone. Man, I'll tell you what, like some of the like some of the best relationships, believe it or not, um like some of the best relationships that that I've found in the last little bit have actually come from a really crappy situation that yep. happened within my channel, you know, where I got to meet people like Mr. and Mrs. Agent Orange, you know, and, and I got to meet people like um, this lovely lady that I know that streams it's, it's roast beef, right? Like I got to meet these people and, but I never would have had an opportunity to meet and interact with these people in such a way had it not been for a really, really negative situation. Yep. And it's, but it's really easy to take that negative situation and say, this is absolutely horrible. And this is going to completely destroy me, you know, emotionally. But you were able to say, hey, you know what? It's a crap situation, but let's make something out of it. And you got yeah. a lot out of it, actually. I did, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and again, it's, it's kind of about, like, understanding that, um, that, like, Twitch is a marathon, you know? Like, there are, there are probably give or take i was looking at this not too long ago um but there are approximately about 4.5 million individual accounts that are that are active streaming accounts um so about 4.5 million out of that there's approximately 300 to 350,000 um partners so when you look at that in terms of ratio like that's not really that much you know yeah. like so when everyone comes on and, and they, they come onto Twitch and they start telling themselves, well, I'm going to get onto Twitch, I'm going to start streaming, I'm going to hit partner in like three months, and I'm going to make a million dollars within a no. year, blah, blah, blah. No. And, <laughs> like, and, I hate to break it to you, but that's not going to happen. And part of the problem with that is that they see all these big time streamers and they say, well, this is easy to do, but not realizing that those streamers have been doing it for like Ninja has been streaming for 10 years. He yeah, was on Justin.tv. Yeah. 
I mean, it's they These built guys paid their dues. Yeah, they built their empire over years under a very different market than it is now. It's very difficult to to grow now. And it yeah. you you basically have to have a PhD in streaming in order to to grow. And that's how it feels sometimes. It it's hard work. Like and it's 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 not something that you can slack off with. It's not yeah. something that you can oh, you know, like I you know, j just because like for myself, for example, I'm live five days a week, Wednesday through Sunday. But Monday, Tuesday, like today, for example, I was networking with other people. I was answering emails. I was doing backend stuff. I was building new graphics. I was yep. editing YouTube videos. Like, like it's a, it's a, it's a seven job. day a week job. Yep. If you want, if you want to try to quote unquote, make it. Yep. And, and, and like you said, you have to pay your dues. And you can't oh, just you, you can't just come in and stream five days a week or increase your how much you're streaming without putting that extra work into it. You can't do that because if you if you if you try to rely just on Twitch as an income, you're going to fail because Twitch is not a primary income source for most people. I would say yeah. there's there's maybe twenty people that it probably can become a primary income source. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube, all those others become that additional source that helps push things along. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so let's see. So when you started streaming, um, you, you dealt a lot with anxiety, correct? Yes. Um, yes. Can you kind of explain a little bit like what those, what your struggles were that kind of um, helped just build that anxiety in you yeah the, the the very first time the very first time i went um to go live on twitch like i had my hand on the mouse like had obs open in front of me i'm like moving the mouse cursor towards that start streaming button and my hand is shaking i'm sweating i'm nauseous and it's it's so much of it is like entering the unknown it's so much of it is um again the validation thing of like am i gonna click this link like am i gonna go live are people gonna come in there and they're just gonna be like man why are you even doing this you suck your sounds terrible your audios your your videos terrible your gameplay is really terrible mm -hmm. like you know like why you know be, because i i had it in my head that people who came onto twitch to see that we're going to watch me or a streamer on Twitch. We're expecting to see X, Y, Z things. And like, there was no wiggle room outside of that. And that's completely not the case, but try, try telling, uh, you know, uh, two and a half year ago when that, and he would argue you tooth and nail. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and I'll be honest, even tonight, you know, with this, this only being our second episode, you know, I was very nervous and anxious just hitting that start button, mm -hmm. you know, and it's normal on a normal stream. It's not something that I really deal with that much anymore. So it was it was very unknown territory for me to actually say, OK, are are we actually doing this? Because this is the first time I mean, you, we've discussed this. I mean, last week, very nervous. This time mm -hmm. I look at it and I say, OK, well, we have a we have a guest in here to build a conversation about these types of things. And here I am actually experiencing exactly what we're talking about. 
you know it's for me it's a very weird thing because i deal a lot with depression and mm -hmm. you know things in that realm i don't typically at least when it comes to streaming i don't typically deal a lot with anxiety um because i've just made i've basically i've had to force myself to become comfortable in it. um kind of getting used to talking to people and and, and that and I don't want to necessarily say it, but COVID has actually helped with that because I can do the face-to-face -face conversations, but at least for my job, I have to get on video with random people all the time. Mm -hmm. So to have those conversations and, and kind of build that face-to-face -face without actually being face-to-face -face is something that I've had to get used to. But tonight was very odd territory for me. COVID I look has... forward to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know oh, you do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love new things. I, mm -hmm. I embrace new things with, I don't know, just joy and excitement. Sure, I get nervous, um, but it's an, it's an excited nervous, yeah. right? Um, I don't know. And especially in, in this platform, um, for some, I mean, I, I'm good face-to-face -face with people, too. And if anything, I, I would run more on the anxiety end of things um, than, than a depression side, if anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I embrace new challenges. Um, if, if something's the same for too long, I get bored and I stir things up. Yep. I, there you go. Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is, I think you'd be a perfect streamer too, because oh. I, I, when, I don't know if you're like this, but I, I could play a game for like three weeks straight in every single stream. And then all of a sudden I say, you know, I want to try something new and I want to yeah. just, and it's and that's a scary thing too is okay well now i'm going to try something new and i built this you know even if it's a small community i built this little community people that like watch me play this game and now all of a sudden i'm going to try something new and then that stream i get nobody sure yeah yeah oh yeah like if, if you move from a from a uh category that you've that like has a, a decent viewership, but it's not mm -hmm. oversaturated and you kind of get in there and you're like, oh, I'm seeing some growth. I'm seeing some traction in this category. But then, um, you know, you burn out <laughs> on the game or something like that. Um, and so you, you're like, well, like so, something's got to give, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm so happy and I'm so excited and I'm yep. so like euphoric over like seeing this traction that I'm getting and seeing this growth that I'm getting, but the game makes me want to tear my hair out because I'm just <laughs> yep. not feeling it. You know, um, something's got to give and, and, yep. and it, like, it's, it's, it's not good either way, especially if you move into something else and nobody knows you in that new category and maybe that category is either super um super saturated or doesn't have or it's like a dying or or not popular category right yeah. now sometimes you just got to do it though man sometimes you got to like like i said that's it's one thing that i've learned and it's one thing that i constantly bring up at least within my own community is I say, hey, you know what? Like one one day here coming up on XYZ day, we're gonna do something that's for me. Yep. <laughs> and this is a guilty pleasure day. Yep. And you know what? The game is gonna be probably real crap. Yep. <laughs> like it's probably gonna be terrible. And we're probably not gonna get any like new 
people in but you know what i need to do this for myself and it's going to be my own like greedy i need this just come along with me like i promise we'll make it entertaining somehow even if it's just like the whole lot of you like slinging mud at me for picking such a terrible <laughs> game to play when what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah like like i promise we'll make this thing fun somehow i don't yep. know what that's gonna look like but it's uh it, it's sometimes you just need that because the last thing you want to do is hammer your head up against a wall with some game that you're not enjoying because it's going to superfluously inflate your numbers but then yep. people people are not dumb on twitch as as much as i would love to say contrary sometimes <laughs> but people are not dumb and they can see through yep. um they can see through and be like hey you know what this guy's really having a shit time like yeah this is not enjoyable yep and i'm curious what do you guys yeah. think i'm sorry randy to rob oh, no, you please. of this um <laughs> what do you guys always mine mine no um what do you think it is about being online and streaming that makes that community more special than perhaps face to face interactions the elimination of social anxiety because you're not actually face to face with someone is yep. probably the biggest thing mm -hmm. it's in my opinion it's pure text i mean you you yeah. build that relationship off with somebody off of text you don't have to directly see their face yeah. to see to have that actual like interaction with them you just have to read chat it's a very very different type of communication so then tell me because <laughs> What I'm hearing you say is, you know, it's it's better because I don't have to see their nonverbals, right? And for someone like me, I'm incredibly expressive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm thinking. You you know that if you say something that intrigues me, I usually will raise an eyebrow and I lean in, yep. right? So, right? And and you miss that when it's text. So let me ask you this. When you're reading text, when you're reading comments, are you hearing it in your own voice? Are you hearing it in a voice that you think that person might sound like? for yes <laughs> yeah for for me for me i think it it depends <laughs> that that's a really good question because i think for me it depends on who the person is because if i've if i have somebody that i've built some kind of relationship with in my channel then i can i might read a snarky comment as a joke versus somebody who's brand new then i'm going to read it in how i emotionally at that moment want to read it um, if I if I'm having a really bad day, I'm not gonna take somebody's shit, you know, unless it's somebody who's actually you know a regular in my channel. Well, and, and that's a problem in itself, right? Is that like, it's the problem with texting versus phone calls versus face to face yep. conversations is you you don't get context as easily, you don't get tone as easily, um, that sort of stuff. But it definitely helps. Like I again. I don't have any numbers on this. I'm just talking out of my, you know what? Uh, but like, I feel that a lot of the people that I have interacted with on Twitch anyways, a lot of them fall more to the introverted side. The yep. more, the more, you know, socially awkward, socially anxious side. And that's totally cool. And I love that because like I am... 
very much to the other side where I'm one of those guys that like goes and gets out into a social situation. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like what, you know, what's going on? Blah, 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 you know? And, uh, and, and like for me to actually approach some of these people in a face-to-face situation would be so completely overbearing for them. But because they are allowed to be within their own safe place, which is, would be their home or, the library or their their place of work or school or something like that something that they're very comfortable with and and yet still be able to develop these relationships and communicate with each other and you know like you already have generally speaking you already have a common bond which is video games and you know go even deeper maybe this particular video game that you're playing or this style or something like that right like these these people already come from a a more comfortable space where they're like okay i already am invested in this i'm already connected with this so that has already broken down that first layer of holy shit i'm meeting somebody that that I don't know, or I'm interacting with, with somebody that I don't know. And this is the most terrifying thing in the world. But then there's all those little cues and all those little things happening in the back of the brain where it's like, wait, I'm in my house. Yep. I'm not actually, I don't actually have to interact with this person. If I'm really uncomfortable, if I'm really not feeling this, if I'm really scared or whatever, I can click the X button or I can I can click on a different stream or I can just go away. Yep. Like I don't have to interact. And I th- I think that that's a big part of the the Twitch um thing. But for but for myself, someone who is extroverted, who does like to get out there and be big and loud and talk with my hands. I don't know <laughs> if you noticed or not. Good lord. Um but like you know, I I have the ability to do that because I just throw the camera on and I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I'll broadcast to you guys all day long. Like, let's get crazy. Let's get wild. Let's have some fun. And I'm going to tell you really bad jokes. And and like, as soon as I get to know somebody a little bit better, like I always try to remember one or two little tidbits of information about people that I meet within the channel um, just to like be able to bring it back up in conversation with them later on, like when maybe they think that I've forgotten about them or something like that. And I'll be like, Oh, uh, you know, naughty, for example, you big greasy meatball. Cause he's yeah. an Italian. He's for, he's from Italy or like his parents are from Italy. He's a first generation American, you know, but like, like it, it's stuff like that, that I can then throw back out there just in casual conversation. Um, and and it it just like it helps further deepen the relationships and make and makes people feel more comfortable in my in my thoughts absolutely completely agreed i, I honestly i can't i can't really that was very well said especially uh throwing Nadia under the bus it's um <laughs> you know i i think for me it falls within the same lines where i just i i want to be able to get to know people and i want to be able to build that interaction with them and by getting to know those little things is where you start to really pull people back in Mm -hmm. and and i caught one comment on here that you know said you know sometimes and and this is true um and i do have my chat up randy so thank you Uh i can can see what people are saying this time (laughs) good Um, good it's not zoomed in (laughs) um but i caught one comment that says you know people aren't 
authentically themselves always online. Sometimes you get a different person, right? Yep. Now, Randy, you have the unique uh, opportunity of knowing me many years. Is it an opportunity or a... Do you like how I said it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've known each other a very long time. Yep. Um, and even before you and I were friends, we were in similar social settings because my friendship with your parents. Um, I'm curious, and I'm going to put myself on the on the in the spotlight here, in person via text, and 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 in this setting now, am I the same person? Am I different? I think I'm you're curious. you're you're one of those people who are very authentic, regardless of where you are. Fair, thanks. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, and and I, I I, I'll I will honestly throw myself under the bus. I am very. I guess I can't say I'm very, very different, but I am different online versus in a normal setting. You're a very outgoing extrovert. Um, so you're, you tend to be a little bit more comfortable talking to random people and, uh, you know, and just having a conversation like this versus somebody like myself, who I would much rather just stay inside and be with my family. I would much rather do that than go out and, and hang out with other people. Now I will do that, but when it comes to me being online then i'm much more of an extrovert i'm i i love to talk you know that both of you know that you know and it's it's me having that enjoyment of meeting new people and you know building that communication skill of talking to people but there's no chance in hell i could do it outside of uh streaming because i i just i emotionally can't do it I can't bring myself to go to some to, up to some random stranger and say, "Hey, how you doing?" I used to be able to, but I think a lot of that, when it comes to you know the anxiety of just doing that, I just I I pull myself back. I I think that's so interesting because like I feel, I feel like streaming has helped me reverse that. Like I. Like I said, I I for, I love to have conversations. I love to get to know people. I love to like interact with new people. But my anxiety side of this, my my like social anxiety, is the fact that I am criminally terrible at initiating conversation. Yep. Until I started streaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and now now I feel so infinitely more confident in just being able to go up and strike up a conversation with somebody that I don't know at all. And I absolutely like 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 streaming has really helped me in that regard. And I I think with that, it's you've been able to take something that you know is a fault. And incorporate a new, I guess you can call it talent, and help build that in. I've done that in other areas. I have not yet done that in an area where, you know, at work I have no problem doing it. But I'm much better sending an email or, you know, sending a message versus calling somebody directly. Because it's mm -hmm. that it's that vocal portion of it. In the real world, that still gives me a little bit of extra anxiety that I'm I'm you know, I don't like. And, and you're absolutely right, Randy. I will talk to strangers, and strangers will talk to me. I think I sometimes wear a light above my head that says, we'll talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've been, I've, Randy, you've heard many of the stories. I've been shopping, and I'll get hugs from people. They'll just oh, yeah. want to tell me their story, and, and then I'll get hugs. Um, and I, I don't care. I'll hug. Mm -hmm. um, and, and my spouse will 
although very patient at times, it 20 minutes will go by and I'm still just listening. Right. And yeah, he'll walk away and he'll start grocery shopping. I'm like, I'll catch up. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I assume that if somebody stops and, and they want to start talking, that they have something they need to say. And you never know how that one moment can change your own life. If we just open our ears and close our mouths and let our minds listen. Yep. Right. To the words that somebody is saying to us, whether it's in person or online. Right. Um, we can learn so much and grow uh, to become better humans to each other, to ourselves. Right. And that's I, my, with my you, point. I think that's that puts you being a counselor and a therapist as a, a perfect industry for you to be in. Because you're willing to just listen to somebody for 20 minutes in a grocery store. Most of us would be very slowly backing away. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's funny because being a counselor, um, I think I always knew I'd become one. Uh, of course, I went down every other avenue because I spent 15 years in college uh, dodging the ultimate end, <laughs> right? Because I wasn't ready for it. And um, I've always enjoyed it. So it, for me, it was perfect. And kind of circling back to the imposter syndrome, I couldn't believe that there was a, a field I could literally just walk into and feel super comfortable because I'd been in medicine. Uh, I knew codes already. I knew the ICD-10s, all that stuff. I knew notes. Um, it, it was really kind of like just slide in. Uh, it, it was great. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's an awesome field. But I won't steal the show and talk all about that. Oh, you're good. No, no, please do. <laughs> it's a great field. And you know what? I'll, I'll say this. Some people have very bad experiences in therapy. Randy, you and I have talked about mm -hmm. different experiences people have had. And and I'd say, you know, make sure that if you do go into counseling, that you seek out somebody that fits what you're looking for, fits what you need. Uh, there's counselors, there's psychologists, there's social workers that are LMSWs, right? Uh, and do additional counseling. Psychiatrists, that's a whole different, they're the ones that prescribe medication. They don't really do talk therapy, but the other three we do. And we each have a different school of thought and training and just knowing what you're looking for and not being afraid to say, hey, that's not what I want. Could we try this or could we try that, right? Because when it comes to that care, that's your world, your life. It should be all about what you need and, and finding that resolution and that peace and that happiness. All right. So there's my, my plug for find a good <laughs> therapist if you need one. And I know it's it's hard right now to for people to find therapists, um, especially with COVID. Uh, a lot of them are are booked up. They have they're they're doing something. Yeah, I know, at least from, from what I've heard, uh, uh, some therapists are, and, and even psychologists and everybody, are actually taking on some extra clients because it's easier for them to just, one right after the other, just kind of get people in versus an in-person yeah. conversation. So 100%. For, I know, it, you know you won't be able to you know directly say definitively, but do you have any recommendations for anybody who might have problems finding a therapist absolutely well i mean i'm happy if somebody wanted to reach out to me um and say hey stacy you know i live in this area do you happen to know anyone I'm, I'm more than happy to to try and direct you somewhere um i know that warrior just posted something sorry work phone's going off <laughs> um i know warrior just posted something mm -hmm. about psychology today therapist 
I was going to mention that, um, Warrior, if you could also put up goodtherapy.org. It's my cat, Harmony, <laughs> making her debut. This is my princess. Very much princess. Um, uh, goodtherapy.org is another one. But Psychology Today is kind of like a therapist yellow pages, and it's nationwide. Um, I'm not sure if it extends up to Canada or not, when I know. Um, that's Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Man. I know, I know. Done. Um, <laughs> that's it. Uh, but uh, all across the United States, um, psychology today, again, it's it's kind of our um, yellow pages. And the really cool thing about psychology today, you can specify if you're looking for male or female, if you're looking um, for a certain kind of therapy. Let's say you've been in, in therapy before and you know that CBT or DBT, throwing out acronyms, right, or reality therapy. Let's say you know that that worked really well for you in the past. You can actually specifically look for that stuff um yep. so it's it's something you can kind of you know tailor that search and then you got to read the you know um outline you know the profile everybody puts up um i know where i work i've helped a lot of our newer therapists i'm a mentor to some of our newer therapists and i've helped them create their profiles and and the work i do with them is to really dive in and say okay how do you want to help these people? You know, that come to you. What is it you want to offer them? Right. And I can't say every therapist puts that kind of effort into it. Um, but I know the ones I've worked with, you know, we, we really take a, a, a good strong stand on how can I help? So. Yeah. And that's extremely important. Kind of like uh, Madeline just said, you know, therapy is not a one size fits all thing. Nope. You I, I've been through, a lot of therapists in the past. Um, I mean, to me, a lot is five, six different therapists. And it's, you know, either it's somebody that I just didn't connect with or somebody who moved away or something. Um, I mean, there, there is that, that connection that has to be made with a therapist in order for you to actually be able and be, feel comfortable enough to dive into the issues that you're having in order to have the therapist kind of walk you through whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I often say, you know, and, and Randy, you've heard my, my spiel because I've said it enough times. When I meet somebody, um, I'm there to go on that journey with them. I don't lead. I follow. I walk next to you. If you sit down, you know, sit down means we get stuck in a moment. I sit down with you, right? I always like to, I give a picture of a path and trees and benches and, you know, very naturey because that's, I guess, my zen. Um, but I, I tell everybody, I follow your lead. Yep. Take me where you want to go, right? And my role, a, a good therapist's role, is to ask a lot of questions and guide you to find your conclusions, your answers. Yep. We're not there to give you advice or give you the answer. That's not helpful. Yep. Finding your own answers and your own discoveries. And then another thing, too, is as a therapist, you know, a, a thing we need to do is, is make sure we're meeting that person exactly where they're at. So if somebody has social anxiety, right, let's say somebody comes to me and they have social anxiety, my role is to help them adapt. So maybe I just have a general conversation about something, right? Anything that they might be interested in, or hey, if we're lucky enough, there's something we're both interested in. We just yep. have a, a generalized conversation about it. Right. That alone can be therapeutic and things can come up out of that. 
I've had, I've gone on walks with people. I've done walking therapy, done coloring. Um, I play Pokemon Go with somebody. Um, <laughs> That's it good. Yeah. Hey, if it works, it works, right? Yeah. And, and it, it was great. They're like, hey, would you try this with me? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, and, and we both sit there and play Pokemon Go and have a conversation. Um, and it's fantastic. And, and I say, you know, whatever, whatever it is you need, don't be afraid to ask the person you're working with. Yep. Um, now we do have boundaries and ethics we have to abide by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, don't be afraid to speak out and speak up. Yep. Um, it's important. And if, and if you're not comfortable with a therapist, don't be afraid to say something. Even if it, it, even if it means you move on to somebody new, don't be afraid. You have to be comfortable with that person. I've had conversations with people. I've had patients I've seen for multiple years and I'll ask, are you getting anything out of this? Are we still moving forward or do you feel we're kind of stale? And I I did have one that they were like, yeah, I kind of don't know what else I can get. And I said, I'll tell you what, are you comfortable trying someone else? Not because this is broken, but I think maybe you need someone else. You need a new, clear, fresh thought, new view. And, and they went to a colleague of mine and man, new stuff came up and came out. I don't know because I didn't read the notes, but I know because the person reported back to me, the patient and, and I was over the moon for them. I was like, this is amazing. Wow. You know, a whole new door opened. And um, I think that's another really important aspect too, is being comfortable to ask the person you're with yep. for help or, you know, something beyond them. And, and as a therapist, to other therapists being comfortable with that too, knowing that maybe we have a limit, right? We're, we're not superheroes. We're just people that want to help people. So when do you have any, I guess you can call it pre-game or pre-stream rituals that help lower any anxiety that you might have at the beginning of a stream? And even, even things during a stream that, you know, during anxious moments, you know, whether it's something that happens in chat or like you mentioned, the, the situation that brought me to your channel, you know, mm-hmm. do you have anything in either pregame or during your stream that just kind of helps calm you down? Um, like my, <laughs> here comes, all right. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> How much time you guys got? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this concise, but like I am. First of all, I'm I'm just going to put it out here right now. I am the worst Canadian ever in the sense that I don't really like hockey and I am I am way more interested in like baseball, like major league baseball, NFL football, that sort of stuff, right? Um and I like especially when it comes to baseball cuz I am a a huge ridiculous over the top baseball fan. Um but with that comes like, I, I mean, it's whether you want to admit it or or not. Baseball players are some of the most absurdly superstitious oh, folk sure. you'll ever meet in your life, right? They are. Yes, right. <laughs> and 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 that is me to a heartbeat. So like, when it comes to baseball, like, I mean, except for this year, thank you, COVID. <laughs> um, like, I have a baseball team that I put together. We're just. Like it's it's really beer league, but it's still baseball and it's still fun and it gets me out and it gets me exercising and you know if anybody wants to to gripe me about it, well go kick stones. Like I, 
this is for me not for you yeah. so, but but what a, you know like when it comes to baseball like i have i have a list of of superstitions from about like you know here to florida and and i'm in canada guys i'm in the <laughs> west part of canada like you know, you know what i mean like like i i am incredibly superstitious when it comes to baseball and that comes down to like you know the baseball pants and the socks and you have like you know your lucky bat and you know you better not touch my glove and all that kind of stuff i'm the same way with streaming like when it comes to streaming like i basically have a checklist and like before i go to stream i was like okay i have my cup of coffee yeah okay i got my glass of water yeah okay you know open up these programs in this order and it, it and it has to yep. be in this order for some reason because that's how my brain's wired like it's just wired to do it in this order and you if you want to call that ocd i mean sure call it ocd call it whatever the hell you want but that is how i know that i am ready to go live yep. that is how i know that i am ready to go live and then as soon as all of those things are done the last thing on my checklist is to push the go live button on my stream deck and boom the timer is off the music is playing bob's your uncle sally's your aunt off we go yep. <laughs> you know um and then as for like rituals that i do during the stream, I mean, some of my rituals during the stream are just kind of like, it, it really is just kind of like inside jokes that I have with, with certain people. Like I can say or do certain things on stream that'll mean nothing to 90% of people, but the 10% that get it, you can, you see the reaction in the chat kind of thing. And I guess it's really those kind of rituals that just kind of help keep me grounded and being like, you know, I know you're there and you know that I'm here and we're connected even though, you know, like, like Mr. Orange, for example, you're in Michigan and, you know, so, some like Ashley Renee in, you know, in my community, she's in Arizona and, you know, I, I have people who watch me from Germany and all over Europe and, and various places all around the world. And it's just like, it's those little things that every now and then you throw it out, you know, you throw something out there like, Lord, something like that, right? Oh, yeah. 90% of people, that doesn't mean anything. But the 5% of people that it does mean something to are laughing their asses off right now, sitting in your chat. I guarantee it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and it just like, and, and it's those things. And it's it's those little tiny inside jokes that again don't mean anything to anybody else but it's just it's it's such a it's such it's such a comfort it's such a it, it's it's like a hug it's it's like a digital hug yep. and it's just this reminder that like i'm here for you you're here for me we're here together we're having fun that's all that matters yep. you know and that's extremely and, and important to have yeah Absolutely. yeah it, it's 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 those little reminders it, and it's not much right like it's never much it's one word it's lord what the hell does yeah. lord mean yeah. it means whatever you want it to yeah right or 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 yikes forever or <laughs> you know little little things like that right like it's it's things like that 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 you know and and seeing the same faces pop up in chat and we have one person who's in my community that we call stream mom 
because I mean, she's been around the community for like a year and a half and she's an older lady. She's um, older than me. And that's as far as I'm going to take it. You never, you know, you never let out a woman's age, but, but you know, like she is older than I am. She's 25. She is 25. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) With, with a couple anniversaries tacked on, (laughs) Um, but but it's, you know, she comes in and, and it's not just me. It's the entire community that's like, oh, stream yeah. mom's here. Oh, this is here. You know, oh, this person's here. Oh, that person's there. And it's, uh, I'll tell you this. I will tell you this. One of the most infinitely fulfilling, incredible, beautiful feelings that you get from streaming has no dollar value attached to it. No dollars, no cents, no anything. The best feeling Two things, two things. The best feelings I have ever had from streaming are watching my community start to interact with each other and develop relationships and friendships with each other when I am not present and to have them develop their own independent relationships and just to know that, you know, sure, maybe we, maybe we all met each other through the community but I, and I always say this too, this is another thing I always say, it's not my community, because if the, if, if the viewers weren't there, if the community, the winner's circle is what we call ourselves, if the winner's circle wasn't there, then I would have no one to stream to and I probably wouldn't stream. But then they always remind me that if I wasn't here, then they would have nobody to watch, so they wouldn't be here either. So it's a, it's, it's a back and forth, right? And, and it's things like that that are like those two things right like being that that reminder of like i'm here for you and you guys are here for me and the and then to watch them cultivate relationships within themselves without me having to be present is two of honest to god the most fulfilling things i've ever had in the world and both of them have cost me nothing and net gained me nothing like it's it's incredible and i love it and uh love it well i would agree wholeheartedly uh when i um a a few different the of the um things i do uh when i can put two strangers together and then those two strangers maybe bring more and more right and then they start to just kind of create this friendship and i become just a participant instead of the leader right um there is no greater feeling than than bringing a group of people together uh, and just watching it be yep so i want to dive a little bit into our second piece of this Mm -hmm. entire conversation the isolation part Mm -hmm. um and i this is an area that really heavily affects a lot of streamers whether you're big small i mean anxiety is one of those topics that i think every streamer at some point deals with especially when you first start off and then even deeper it may not be as common well i shouldn't say as common it might not be as often for the streamers when they get you know used to doing this but it's a very different capacity um and i know when you might disagree because i know you you know you being kind of one of those mid-tier streamers um, and, and I'll say mid-tier because you're not yet at the partner, but you're also not small. So kind of the mid-tier, you know, you you deal with a lot of the anxiety stuff, but you've also mentioned dealing with the isolation. So can you define 
what you you know how you see isolationism yep absolutely I, isolation oh man isolation in the content creation space is so fucking crazy um sorry i didn't even van well yeah there's that for you uh hold on beep yeah just edit that back Man, isolation as a streamer is um man is that a thing um like look at look at what's happened in the last little bit look at wreckful so help us god man like that dude um rest in peace wreckful jesus um wreckful is 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 definitely someone who can we can all learn a lot from uh and then the fallout that happened after that and the 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 supportive things that people said and the really nasty things that some people said, my God, some people really need to give their head a shake. Yep. Um, but like, for the, just, just to put like a real, like cram it down into like some Cole's notes kind of thing. Um, Wreckful was a very, very, very prolific, very large streamer did, um he was one of the people who was within the one percent that absolutely this was his full-time job this is what he did like you know um all, all that kind of jazz uh he had thousands upon thousands upon thousands of followers and plenty of subscribers and sponsors and all that sort of stuff and you know er the guy got to play games you know for for a living like you know you ask ask anybody in their late teens and early 20s um what you know if money was not an issue what would they do for a career and not all of them but a good a good majority of them are gonna say i just want to play video games yeah. um that was always my on dream. the internet yeah hell yeah <laughs> watch but I'm, I'm 37 it's my dream like yep. come on let's be realistic here <laughs> um, but uh uh, you know, th th this guy, as, as far as uh, as far as the general um, textbook definition of have you made it, this guy was it, you know, like like yep. he had made it. He had made it. He was living air quotes the dream. Um, unfortunately, he had his he had other underlying mental health issues. I'm not here to talk about that. I am not a doctor. I am not here to diagnose anything, um, but he he had some underlying mental health issues, and um, regrettably, his demons got him, honestly, and he felt like he was in such a bad spot within his own life and within his own skin that he just couldn't handle whatever it was that was going on anymore, and he, he felt the need to take that final step and unfortunately take his own life. And that it's heartbreaking. It is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but isolation was, is such a huge part of that because as a streamer who's, who's going off and like a lot of the, like a lot of the really big, like the one percenters, if that's what we want to call them, the guys who are financially sustainable based on their streaming income only or streaming plus sponsorships plus blah 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 right like obviously streaming is a is a multi-avenue multi-income avenue profession like you if, if you think you're gonna make it on twitch subs alone it's gonna be tough like you yeah. also need the bits and the ad revenue and the blah 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 right um but like 
these guys who are the one percenters, so many of them are streaming seven days a week, 12 hours a day. As an example, one of the bigger one of the bigger streamers that I actually follow quite frequently because I think he's quite funny and and interesting to watch a lot of the time. He's, his username is Giant Waffle. He's I mean he's a he's just Love a funny dude. Um, but but he in the month of what was it November I think I think it was November because it happened around American Thanksgiving. Um, he did. 30 streams in a month so a, like a stream every day and he he current he holds the record the north american record um for most hours streamed in one month because he did a minimum of 19 hours live every day in the month of november wow like that's not healthy for for no. starters um now of course i mean he did it in the best way possible he consulted with his doctor before he did it he 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 had all of these systems in place he kind of had his house set up like if you've ever seen the truman show he kind of had his house set up like it looked like like the truman show kind of thing um but i mean like that gentleman was live on air 19 hours a day or more for 30 hours or sorry, for, for 30 days, for 30 days, sorry. And, um, like, now, of course, he did have a couple of his streamer friends come over and visit him and, and do some, some cooking or some socializing, like face-to-face -face socializing that was then recorded via Truman Show cameras and stuff like that. But, I mean, there are lots of guys like Disguised Toast, for example, who is now currently over on Facebook Gaming, I think it is. I don't remember where he went to. He signed a contract with one of them. Um, like, they, they talk about all the time where if I take a day off of streaming, basically I'm taking a 2000 to 3000 US dollar revenue hit for taking one day yeah. off. So they stream 365 days a year. Wow. You want to talk about isolation? How do you build a relationship? outside of that like i mean you're gonna build all the relationships online and that's wicked don't get me wrong like i love the relationships that i'm building online like the the chance like mr orange mrs orange stacy the winner's circle we're all building these relationships right now but when the camera goes off it's not like i can just walk downstairs or hop in my truck and go drive 20 minutes and knock on your door right there's a little more distance there and and that can be tough yep. you know where where it's such a contrast where you are on where you're live and it, and you know you're you're a, a, a gr i always call myself a growing streamer i will mm -hmm. never refer to myself as a small streamer i will never refer to myself as a large streamer i am a growing streamer because that's what I intend on doing. I intend on growing and growing and growing and growing. And even when I get to the point where people call you, oh, you're such a big streamer, I'm a growing streamer yeah. because I ain't done yet, you know? <laughs> um, but, but like, you know, you, you develop all of these relationships with these folks and you, 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 you get these relationships online, but as soon as you're, like, you can't be online forever. You can't run 24 hours a day online. So as soon as that camera goes off, it's like it's like an elastic band almost. Like you're pulling yourself back, 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 back. 
oh, check out all this interaction I'm having. I'm like, you know, I, I'm having interaction all the way over here. But when the camera goes off, the elastic band gets let go and you get shot way the hell over there. And the sense of isolation and aloneness and depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff that just like washes over you like a tsunami and you're like shit yep <laughs> this sucks you know and, and it's it's tough sometimes and you're you're fighting demons all the time all the time so absolutely it's a great great statement about how you get so charged up and then i love i love the example you snap it back and then then what Right. I wonder yeah. if anyone else, anyone watching um, or listening in, in the chat, if anybody in the chat wants to chime in on that, that has me incredibly intrigued. If anyone else experiences that and how do you, you know, if you do experience that, how do you handle it? What do you do to manage it, if anything? Or are you looking for an answer? And what could I do? Maybe we could all together help. Yeah, absolutely. The other, the, like, what? Just quickly, one other thing is like when you're when you're talking about isolation and that sort of stuff. I mean, obviously, one of the one of the facets of growing a content creation channel or growing any sort of like what a lot of people refer to as influencer um, kind of thing is um, that you you're constantly interacting with people on various social medias and all that kind of jazz um so like i mean obviously you have a discord server mr orange i have a discord server just about anybody and their dog whether it's content related or not has a discord server nowadays um and it's like like, like again it, it it almost seems counterintuitive but there's a certain amount of isolation that comes when you're constantly getting flooded with messages from various people as well. And, and like, you're constantly dealing with people who are, Hey, what about this? Hey, you know, can you help me with that? Hey, I just wanted to ask you this, Hey, that kind of stuff. And that's, that's wicked. And like, it's flattering that you are constantly wanting to reach out and chat and, and that sort of stuff. And it feels real good. But at the same time, there's like there's that that sort of that critical mass where it stops feeling good and just starts feeling overwhelming. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it's also a reminder of just how isolated you are because you're sitting here and your phone's going off and you're like, oh, OK, good. But, you know, my phone's going off. That's probably, you know, my childhood friend texting me or or whatever, you know, like some some real life friend of mine or or something like that trying to get a hold of me and then you pull out your phone and you check it and you're like oh it's just another discord message from someone that i that like it's not to say that i don't care about those people because i absolutely do don't get that twisted but like there, there's again like like it was mentioned in um chat by sorry i'm gonna butcher your name J zandolza zandolza mentioned it in the chat that physical human contact cannot be understated mm-hmm COVID has has brought that to the forefront. COVID has has done that in itself, where we now all have to isolate and stay six feet apart from one another and wear masks and put up barriers. And you know, I, I'm I'm similar to Stacy, where like I'm a I'm a hugger. Like I, you know, like 
like i i get i get in trouble for it from time to time where like i'll meet someone and i'll be like hey how you doing blah 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 and they'll go to shake my hand i'm like no no i'll bring it yeah. in for the real thing like <laughs> let's go you know <laughs> yeah like you know like like come on come get some here like we you know we ain't doing this you know like uh, and it's 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 stuff like that um and of course man covid has really butchered that <laughs> on top of everything else on top of everything else hug thief <laughs> oh my god it's it's hard as as somebody who you know would as a streamer if you already are dealing with isolation issues and then all of a sudden covid comes along and says hey you know there's why even bother going outside in in my household we barely go out yeah and yeah. and it, i mean we have three small children there's no zero reason for me to be going outside right now and if I do, we take specific precautions. So I, you know, I mean, even just being inside my, my work, my nine to five job, uh, just announced that we're working from home hundred percent of the time, like yeah. we're, we're completely remote now, which adds even more to that isolation it's where I'm, there's no reason for me to go outside now, except for maybe go to a grocery store or something like that. The anxiety and the, the depression and those sorts of things really start to build up. You know, even even outside of COVID, you know, just being in that situation where, you know, as you're a big time streamer, a big time streamer, soda popping. Every time mm -hmm. I come on Twitch, I always see him streaming, you know, and there's a few other people that I'm always seeing streaming. And there's there's a certain point where if you like, I think I feel like your your schedule is perfect for you and you stream what? six seven hours a day so yeah so three yeah like when wednesday thursday friday i started about 11 30 a.m eastern time and i usually finish around 6 30 eastern yeah. time saturday sunday are a little bit shorter but we have um but we also i also throw some like value plus content in there that is done outside of the twitch space so it's yeah. kind of done you know we'll get like some some viewer games going on or like a movie night going on or something and i mean sunday sunday is the day that i record um my board game related podcast yeah. so yeah and and one of the things with that is if you if if you were to add more time let's say you all of a sudden said hey you know what i want to grow my my stream so mm -hmm. i'm going to now and this is a, a trap that i think a lot of people get into is they feel like all right well i have this schedule and now I want to grow my stream. And now, you know, I need to stream more. And I need to now stream nine hours a day, seven days a week. You yeah. are very quickly, one, you're going to get burned out mm -hmm. very quickly. And two, you're not going to grow your stream. The only way you're going to be able to do that is by expanding your horizons, expanding what you're doing. Bingo. Bingo. That's huge. That's mm -hmm. huge. Absolutely it is. It is, it is so much more important <laughs> to do three three hour really high quality streams mm -hmm. than to do seven nine hour garbage streams yep and and instead um in, instead of doing that like what i do on mondays and tuesdays for example is you know obviously i'm, I'm here with you right mm -hmm. and i'm out watching other streamers and networking with other people and i am um 
editing YouTube, edit, editing content for YouTube, which is something that you and I even talked about, right? Yep. Is we, we had a conversation and it was, um, you know, you, you had told me, well, you know, I don't want to start putting stuff up on YouTube until it's like of a certain caliber and it's a certain way that I want it and blah, blah, blah. And, and like, at, at the end of the day, it's like, man, it's, it's better to have anything up there because you might get a click through. You might get that that two and a half percent we were talking about. Yep. But if you have nothing up there, you have zero percent click yeah. through. Start somewhere. Zero. Yeah. Yep. And that to me, that's a it's a very hard thing to do. Absolutely. Like, and again, I think that that's where the anxiety comes in of saying, you know, I'm this perfectionist. I want to make sure that at least I put a decent product out there because the 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 quality and the the expectation of quality is so high now compared to what it was 10 years ago. You know, oh, when, when, when YouTube, I mean, even on regular streams, you know, back when, you know, when you, when even you started streaming and when, you know, Ninja and all the other big time streamers that have, you know, Tim, the tap man, all of them, when mm -hmm. they started streaming, the, the expectation of quality was very low because it, you know, it was something brand new. Now, all of a sudden, that expectation is, well, you have to have a DSLR in order to, you know, have a really good high quality stream or, you know, this type of webcam, the C922 or something like you. That's the expectation. But in reality, that's not it. Like people are going to come there and they're going to stay because of you. And, and one of the reasons that I haven't started, you know, adding stuff onto YouTube yet and I was trying to, you know, kind of force myself into pushing that, that aspect, promoting it on my channel, doing all these different things. And I, I really got into a, you know, a, a battle with my anxiety of saying, you know, that, that mm -hmm. balance between having something up there just to have it up there and trying to meet my own expectations. And then I'm like, all right, well, let's let's go ahead and and figure out what I need to do and what I want to do. And this is, I think that's kind of where the podcast stuff came in too, where it was, it's easier for me to at least get myself into that realm of doing additional type of content. And maybe something will come out of that. Just like this came out of streaming. Absolutely. Well, we'll look at it this way, my man, like you, you, like we're talking about, you know, having your, your name get out there and, and all that kind of stuff and right. Getting your brand out there. I, I mean, just just by putting this up on Anchor, somebody <laughs> goes up on Anchor and, and catches this podcast and listens to it and is like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Maybe I'll go back and I'll I'll check out the YouTube. Yep. So now they've seen your name twice. And then, okay, well, now I'm going to come check out Twitch. So now they've seen your name three times. And, yep. you know, and, and it, it just like, like it, it's one of those self-perpetuating things. The more places, like you, may, you, like lots of people think, oh, you know, less is more i mean that that's true to an extent but you still need to get yourself out there and you still need to be out there in as many different um in as many different facets as you as you possibly can yeah. and because again you you need to have people talking about you right yeah. there's 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 so many people who who say oh well what do you do you know like even people talking to some of their friends or whatever and saying, Oh, Hey, well, what are you, what are you up to right now? It's like, Oh, I'm just watching agent orange. Yeah. Well, what, what, what's, what's an agent orange? Like, I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, Oh, he's this guy who plays apex. He has a podcast, blah, 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 blah. Hey, you know, you should check him out sometime. 
oh okay yeah maybe i will yeah. boom you know next guy in or next girl in next person in i should say exactly it's, it's typical word of mouth and it, a lot of times you'll for somebody who has a presence on youtube um a lot of times you start to once they get a video that you know kind of starts getting people interested in their content their stream blows up assuming they're promoting it their stream blows up mm -hmm. and most of the people because there's a lot of people um you know uh nutty um harris heller you know a few others who do streaming as kind of their their thing and promoting good streaming and and, and standards and those sorts of things the majority of them will will basically tell you and even their chat will tell you you know hey where'd you find them i found them on youtube Yep. Because Twitch's search algorithm is horrible. You're not yep. going to find people. The only, again, you know, I never would have found you had it not been for that, the situation. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time to find Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but, I, but if you had, you know, a bunch of YouTube content, I'd be able, you know, I, I may, if it was, if it was something I was interested in, I'd be like, Oh, cool. Let me do this. Let me watch this. Okay. This person streams. Awesome. I'm going to go follow them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, I mean, just, just for clarity's sake for anybody who's watching this back possibly later, um, like the, the incident that we're talking about was, uh, there's a gentleman or lady or person, whatever, um, who took my persona and tried to replicate it. Sort of like if you go on to Twitter or any sort of social media and you look up any sort of celebrity, you'll see about 500 accounts for the same celebrity, but only one of them is actually the celebrity. So I had this sort of, this sort of thing happen with myself, which is um, flattering, I guess, <laughs> question mark. Um, but, the, but this gentleman or lady or whomever um, went around and um started spreading some very disturbing unacceptable content and propaganda um into various places um again doing it under my name under my guise so uh, i had a lo i had lots of people who came in and um I would say probably 80, 80 to 85% of the people who came in were people similar to Mr. Agent Orange here who came in and said, look, nobody is going to be so pants on head dumb that they're going to come in here under their own name and spread this sort of vitriol. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe I'm going to come in, wait two minutes, try and see what is what, try and get a feel for this person um who's who's under this name and then i will make my uh comment or whatever uh about 15 15 to 20 percent of people on the other hand um came with the uh, uh pitchforks first questions second mentality which i mean it's fine it is what it is um i'm happy to have conversations with the 80 percent and the people who want to come out like fist swinging and just like you know guns first kind of thing or whatever right like aggression first um logic second uh those people like you know i just i don't have time for those man there's mm -hmm. you know th those are the people that i'm not so concerned about not appealing to uh in the in the uh collective um creation space yep so they're, they're just yeah, because I know we, it's come up a couple times now, so I figure it should at least get touched on that, like, hey, you know yeah. what, this is kind of what we're talking about. 
and it, it was an unfortunate situation, but again, I think it was it was one of those learning experiences for even me, for somebody who's completely on the outside. You know, even mm-hmm. me being able to learn from what you had to go through. Watching a friend go through that too, right? Yeah. Oh, Watching it's... somebody you follow experience that. I mean, it can happen to anyone, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, honestly, I think I came in probably about halfway through. I'd Everything was so, happening. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was... It it hurt me just seeing somebody like you, who's probably the mo- at least in my opinion, probably one of the most down to earth type of people. Thank you. And and having having you have to go through something like that, and and I think, I mean, even Reckful was was very open about the trolls. Man, he was Seriously? very open yep. about his depression, yep. everything he was going through. Yeah, and it's it's those type of people that ruin it for and send these and send some people. Who don't have the strong mind down a really bad path in in like with regards to the wreckful thing after after that after that poor man god like yep. after that poor man like like actually like i said he he got to the, he got to a point for whatever reason whether it was internal whether it was an external force i whatever this is not for me to pass judgment on but like after this man <laughs> Like, got to the point where he was, um, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, after this man got to the point where he, he, like, actually got to the point where he took his own life to have, to have some terrible human being, mm-hmm. like, put up on, on, you know, a, as a response to, like, the, the announcement that went out on Twitter to say, hey, you know what, like, this is, we're sad to announce the passing, blah, 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 blah. And this this guy this guy comes out here and I remember seeing it and like my blood boiled when I saw it because he was just like like what what an absolute waste uh you know this guy had everything anyone could have ever wanted like this is you know like like people would give up just about anything to to be him and blah 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 it's like man you don't know him. You don't know what he is going through. You don't know what he went through. You don't, you know, like to and and here here's something that is baffling, at least to me. And um I, I was it's one of those like you're in the shower doing your thing or whatever, right? And you're like, wait a second. There like this is this is this shower thought moment, right? Like it's baffling to me to think and, and I I these people, I love these people. Um, that there are people out there in the world who walk around day to day that aren't necessarily affected by anxiety or depression or something like that. Could you imagine what it's like to actually get up first thing in the morning, wash your hands, brush your teeth, do your morning routine, just get up and go about your work without having like these like anxiety riddled thoughts mm-hmm. in your head do you know how much more you know how awesome that would be <laughs> like to, to not he to not be here to not be like hit with imposter syndrome when you go to go live on on twitch at, at some point and you're like you know you don't have that that thought creep into the back of your head of like man are people actually going to enjoy this or are, are they going to hate it is this worth doing is somebody yep. not out there doing it better than me? Blah, blah, blah. Holy cow, man. <laughs> like, where can I get that pill? Like, give it to me. I'll take it right now. I'll yep. buy your whole stock. 
I'll share some of my excitement with you. <laughs> Please, yes, like you, you know, you know, it's 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 crazy, Stacy, because like like I said, when I get excited about something or when it's something that I'm truly confident with, it's the best. It's the best thing ever. But it's still not. It's it's never a hundred percent. Like we can get you know upwards like ninety eight, maybe even ninety nine on like a really good day. There's always that one percent doubt. You know, that 1% anxiety, that 1% like what if, that 1% imposter syndrome. And to think like that there are people out there that just can just hit that 100%. Oh my God, <laughs> what a feeling. What a feeling that would be. Yeah. I think it's healthy to have some level of nervousness, right? Or again, sure. like I said earlier, you know, excitement. Um, yeah, there's nervousness in there, but it's excitement, right? Um, I, you know, I, I joked, uh, last week and, and, or last month, I should say in this month, you know, I, I fluffed my hair around my headphones. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and sure. that was how, for me, I was a little anxious and I'm like, but if I fluff my hair around my headphones, that'll help it. Right. And, and it sounds so <laughs> trivial and silly, but really it worked. I was like, cool. Now I have like big rock star hair. It's flatter now, but it was bigger <laughs> earlier. Sure. But sure. I mean, we all do and find different ways to combat that that person in our head and, and one of the most important things to remember is that person in your head is you yeah. right so you either become friends with them or be their mortal enemy right uh becoming friends is way easier right mm -hmm. and so for me i i have i don't know i it's always a field day in my head joke it's like a, a clown car constantly driving around in my head <laughs> with music uh clown music playing and uh <laughs> gotta be um but no, I mean, because there's always something, some new adventure, right? And I think, like you're saying, you know, to have, to hit that 100%, I don't even know what that's like, right, either. Uh, because there is that little, that little bit where I'm like, what if, you know? Um, yeah. I think that can be healthy for us, too, if we find a way, right, to, to help it not debilitate us, but maybe fuel us, right? And that's true in any walk of life, whether you're streaming or you're, you're working or this whole COVID thing. I mean, there's, we're all experiencing a new level of normal, whatever that looks like to us, each of us independently, right? For a while they were saying, oh, we're all going through this together. Yeah, yes and no. Are uh, we in the same house? No, we're really not. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're experiencing the same headline, yep. but the content underneath that headline, way different. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Um, I teach a class to therapists who are working with people um, dealing with COVID. And, and one of the most unique things we, we discussed was how we as therapists are experiencing what those we're working with are experiencing too. You don't get that every day. You don't get that every day and actively experiencing it, right? And I think that's the one cool thing that we can all say is there's some new level of norm for every single one of us. Yep. And it provoke anxiety. It's it is pushing. I mean, we were all isolated, right? And how we dealt with that. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in my backyard, hanging out with the the critters. But if I didn't have them, and I maybe lived in more of a, a city type setting, I don't know that I would have had the same experience. That it would have been as peaceful and nice because I enjoy my backyard, right? Um, I don't know that it would have been the same. So I think it's it's important. Um, to recognize how we're all being pushed in a new direction and to really just band together and love each other. Yeah. 
hundred percent. No, you're uh, you're on the. So, uh, one thing during our prep when you mentioned was your kind of concern for people when they, or your concern for yourself, um, when it comes to people coming into your chat and telling you why you're playing a new game or something like that, because you're one of those people that plays a lot of just different variety of games. You you yep. you have no fear to jump into a game that could potentially suck for you. But oh, you, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But but when you get those people, like for instance, um, not too long ago, uh, what was it Last of Us? I think where you kept saying, "Do not give spoilers. Don't tell me how to play." How does it affect you when somebody comes into your stream and either gives spoilers or starts a backseat game? I mean, it's it's frustrating. It's like instantly frustrating. Um and and that's why I always like I always try and let people know um, if I'm doing it like I just I just put a blind tag on it right like I'm doing it blind I don't know anything about this game um, again if you if you're expecting to come in here and watch like professional you know gamer uh, kind of gameplay like I, I tell people Got all it. the time like you're in the wrong spot <laughs> like like if this is what you're here for. This this ain't what you're getting, <laughs> like you know. I'm like I I am not that person. Um, I enjoy like a lot of the games that I that I do choose to do on my own streams are single player story driven content, something with a narrative that I can then build a dialogue off of. Um, I like to make lots of really bad jokes, um, bad jokes, dad jokes, lewd jokes um jokes that you you absolutely could not repeat to your grandmother like th that's you know like dry dry cynical like humor that sort of stuff like like that's my style of humor um so so a lot of times like I, yeah like with with stuff like that i just tell people i say hey you know what like i don't care if you want to give me like tips and tricks be vague about it um if i am really looking for someone to kind of say okay you know first you go here you know go two miles down the road then hang a left and then go half a mile and hang a right that sort of stuff you know like if, if that's what i'm looking for i will i will express that mm -hmm. um how do i deal with it is um how do i deal with it is i tell my mods to be jerks really um we actually had uh like I, I have a really good team um of moderators who who i have kind of hand selected to assist me and i tell them and i i've i've told my moderators this and i i honestly hope that other people who are streaming have meetings with their moderators and they tell them they tell them this exact thing right here so ears on guys here we go tell your mods that to just act like if if a situation arises and something needs to be done and and they're like you know i i feel you know i one of the worst situations that you can find yourself in is a situation arises and something needs to happen and your mod freezes or or somebody freezes and doesn't know how to respond to it and just goes like you know, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Just, I, I, I told them this, and I told them this over the weekend. I said, just act. I said, in front of everybody on camera, I will back you up 100% no matter what. 
if I truly feel that what you've done is incorrect or if I would like to see a different action taken, we will talk about it in private after the fact. Yep. But in front of everybody, I will support you because yep. you are my mod team and you are here supporting me and therefore I will be here supporting you because that's the relationship that we that we have and that's the relationship that we need to have at least in front of everybody if something needs to get addressed or changed or something like that again it can be done in private between the two of us yeah it's it's better to have the situation taken care of immediately than then all of a sudden somebody comes in and it just progressively gets worse and worse and nobody does anything and now you're stressing out you're building that that extra anxiety that's completely unneeded and your mod team you look at them and say why did I give you a moderator position if you're not going to utilize it properly? You know, and it's 100 true. And it's it's not even. I mean, you have amazing mods. I have an amazing mod. I I, I keep mm -hmm. myself with one mod. But it, sure. even for something like tonight, the last thing I wanted to worry about was a situation arising. So I even reached out to Virus and I said, "Hey, if something happens, can we add you as a as a as a mod?" Because I've seen the work that he's done with you and how quick he's he is. Good. Think, yeah, he's good. He is and he is damn good. Yeah. So I've I reached out to him and I said, Hey, if something arises, can you take on this role? Because I trust you enough to be able to just do what needs to be done and completely take it out on my hands. That way I can now have two moderators that I hundred percent trust and and it it's less stress on me. And mm -hmm. if something does happen, to your point, if something does happen that I don't like or somebody comes and complains or causes more of an issue, we'll deal with it later. Yeah. I would yeah. I would much rather deal with that type of stuff in private than than have to deal with it during a stream. And now it, you know, it causes more problems, lost viewership, you know, people, you know, just it causing problems, which is dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, like like I said, any anybody like as you grow, as you get bigger, um, you know, as you start getting more moderators and that yep. sort of stuff, like I said, tell them to be cutthroat, tell them to yep. be assholes. And, and so what I have is I've made, I think it's about a four or six page document. I wrote it up in word. Uh, it's called wins moderation guide. And I have it pinned <laughs> nice. in the officer channel. And whenever, and whenever I get like a new mod or anything like that, I say, there's a document in the Discord. It's pinned in the channel. I would like you to download it. I would like you to read it. I would like you to ask questions and ask for clarification if there's anything <laughs> you want. I don't mind sharing it with other people. If anybody's interested in in wants a copy of it, you could edit it and um, change it to your own liking if you want. Um, just ask me, and I would be more than happy to send it out to you. Um, but one thing that it says right at the very top of that thing is that it's a living document and yep. that it is going to be constantly changing and that it is coins going to be constantly upgrading because the, the world of content creation is constantly changing. Yep. And as a content creator, and in order to limit the anxiety of content creation, especially, and the craziness that, that comes from content creation, is you need to be able to adapt and grow. And you need to, you know, bend like water kind of thing, right? And yep. and be able to evolve and and change as as things change. 
Um, Vash actually had a, a good question. It was mostly answered in chat, but I think it's it's mm -hmm. something that we can address here too. Is mm -hmm. people who have higher uh, follow counts but average a five to ten viewer. So there's two different pieces to that. Um, just to answer yes. your question, Vash. So it could be like they mentioned in chat, a follow for follow thing. Um, but it's it could also be where you have. It, it goes back to our conversation about percentages. Um, you're not going to get just because you have 3000 followers doesn't mean that you're going to get, you know, a hundred people in your channel. I mean, look at the top streamers. They have, you know, they could have four or 5 million people following their channel, but they could average three, 400 people per stream. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, as somebody who also views streams and doesn't just stream my own content, I also watch other people. I can't be in everybody's channel. So I follow, you know, people who I enjoy. And I, I'm one of those, I'm one, I guess I could say one of those few people who will only follow people that I enjoy and I will remove people that I don't enjoy. Um, some people just follow people and just never go back to their channel. It happens. Yep. Um, so it could be one of those two situations. Um, one, one more situation that is actually fairly common but kind of gets overlooked is um, people who start up a channel and um, get a bit of a following and then have to take a break for yeah. for whatever reason um, like if you if you take a break I mean you lose you lose so much traction progress, if you're gone yeah. for a month or two months or you know let, let's say that you end up having to go to school or college or something in another state or another country and <laughs> you don't have the opportunity to stream um as much as you could for whatever reason um you're a lot of people will still keep you on their follower list because they do like you and they do want you to come back to streaming but at the same time um they will go and start following someone else and hanging out in other people's channels yep exactly um so we are at time do either of you have any final thoughts stacy to learn how to use these emoticons oh you're fine you're fine <laughs> no um my final thoughts truly um if anyone's struggling with you know isolation because you know again and and when i i want to stress what an important point you made uh when it comes to to mental health whether it's depression that someone's dealing with uh if they're using you know gaming for stress management depression anxiety whatever it might be you know just some type of escape you made that point about when the lights go out right when the game turns off right snap it back that was such a powerful point and and if anyone is struggling with anything and and after the lights go out right and the game is off um please reach out to somebody for help and it don't be embarrassed by it there's nothing wrong with saying hey you know i just need to talk yep. right um go online we we offered uh, two tools um, psychology today, um, or psychology today and, um, goodtherapy.org, both of those, you know, again, to, to look for help if you need it, if you've had really, really bad luck with therapy and, and you just don't know what you want to do, um, get a hold of Randy, Randy will get you in touch with me. I'll try yeah. and help you find someone again, therapist, but not your therapist. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if you need help with something, um, ask for help just yep. reach out to somebody anybody um yeah this stuff can be rough so don't be afraid easier said than done too yeah and yeah. i'm 
I'm always happy if anybody does have any questions, needs somebody to talk to, I'm always happy to, to listen, um, give my thoughts on whatever it is, or, or just listen. So feel free to reach out to me if you have questions as well. Win, any final thoughts from you? Honestly, I, yeah, I do, I do agree with exactly what's, what both of you have just said. Um, yeah, when, when the lights go out and when things do kind of snap back, um, it can be tough. Make sure, make sure you have that support. If you, um, if you if you notice somebody that is maybe acting a little bit differently or having appears to be having a hard time especially right now during covid and that sort of stuff it does not take much and i guarantee you i guarantee you even if it's even if it's just like you misread something or something like that they would appreciate um uh hey you you okay you know yep. is there anything going on that kind of stuff um you know, I, I saw I saw a picture again. It was like a week and a half ago, a week ago, a week and a half ago um, was the third anniversary of when Chester from Lincoln Park took his own life. Three years oh, ago, yeah. he took his own life. Heartbreaking. Again, that's a guy who got me through a lot of stuff in my teenage years, just listening to Lincoln Park and that sort of stuff. Um to think again he had a family he had every he had everything right he had the life um robin williams right yeah. oh, took yeah. his own life right um and the it was funny because the the caption on the picture that i saw of chester it said it's scary what a smile can hide and mm -hmm. you know when i think about when i think back to chester when i think back to people like robin williams uh, it is it is terrifying to to that some of the happiest some of the outwardly happiest people you've ever met um uh, like you you don't know what they're going through on the inside and you don't know what they're trying to hide from you um because maybe they don't want you to feel what they're feeling you know what i mean it's yeah. a, it's a tough mental health is a tough thing right the brain is is easily the second um the second most important muscle in the brain second in my opinion second only to the heart and it is uh it is by far like the most probably the most like awkwardly powerful you know and and it's one of those situations where like you have all this power and the power can be used for good or it can be used for bad um let's let's work together my friends let's reach out let's try and help each other and spread love and make sure that everyone's doing okay and and try to especially right now especially right now even yeah. though we have to be socially distant um like i said uh, uh, you, you can you can stay six feet apart and still send a text message you can stay six feet apart and still make a phone call and just talk to someone and say hey you know are you doing okay like i haven't tried with you in a bit um you know just just find out what's up Ask them, yep. ask them how their favorite ball team's doing. Uh, Yankees yeah. are killing it, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> so they... oh I, I, yeah, no, we can't do that. Sorry, Win. We're done. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> We're out. Done. I've been disconnected. You've ruined Shit. it. <laughs> Let's cut him off. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what a, a single reach out can do for a person. One, I mean, one person reaching out and saying, you know, even if it's just, I hope you're okay. Or, hey, I'm here if you need to talk. Even when that person says, no, you know, I'm good, thanks. You know, it, it's 
it could still make a big difference because it shows that somebody out there cares and somebody who's going through a lot may think that nobody cares and that one person can completely save a life. Absolutely. And I think when you made a really great point and, and even to what you were talking about with the, you know, the people that have it all right. Check in on your strong friends too. Nobody is ever a hundred percent. Right. I walk around and I smile almost all day long, really, but, Trust me, there are moments I am not yep. smiling too, right? And I'm grumpy and I'm fussy and, and you know, it, because it's real and we're all human. And one of, I, I'm watching the comments here and one of the best things you can do if you, if you don't feel comfortable asking someone for help, finding a friend that you can say, and even if it's, you know, anyone on here, I know Warrior's chiming in and, and I know she, Warrior's great to talk to, Randy, myself, right? When, um, we've all put ourselves in this position because we care. Right. And just saying, even introducing it as, Hey, do you have a minute? I've got something on my mind because not everybody's willing or comfortable to say, I need help. But just simply saying, do you got a minute? I've got something on my mind. Or for those that want to check in on somebody, how you doing today? And if they're like, Oh, I'm fine. No, really. How you doing? Right. Randy, I've done that to you. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm I'm like, yeah, no, no, really. How you doing? (laughs) Right. And, and ask open-ended questions. I'm going to sound like a broken record because you're going to hear me say this almost every single month. Ask open-ended questions. Uh, those are the one of the greatest gifts we could ever give to a friend or to a stranger. Yep. Open-ended question. Allow them time to answer something other than yes or no. Right. That's, just- yeah, that, that's, that's, that is like that is everything that is everything just in life like that's not that's not dead ass specific to mental health that's not dead specific to content creation it is just that is that is just a a life pro tip right there the more open-ended questions you you can ask um you'd be surprised at the conversations you find yourself getting into um and it's it's wicked it is wicked They can be life-changing. As a reminder, if you're interested in joining us live, be sure to check out twitch.tv slash agentorg for more information. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of AOCast.